preaching of your word will bring illumination and transformation to your people. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat wherever you are. I'm starting the series for the month. In the month of March, we are looking at um, greatness. Say greatness. Say greatness. Say greatness. Say greatness. Say greatness. Uh -huh. So we're going to start a whole series on greatness. Um, it's, it's going to be very in-depth. It's going to be a long journey. Throughout the month, all you hear, every teaching, every preaching, from Miracle Hour to teaching service to Sunday service, is going to be on greatness. We're going to look at different shades, different sides, ingredients for greatness, um, 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 enemies that fight against your greatness, the source of your greatness, the power of your greatness, the spirit of greatness, the anointing. We are going to look at greatness throughout the month. Amen. So this, month, this evening, I'm beginning on a very, um, I want to lay the foundation for greatness. So I'm teaching on the glorious seed of greatness. 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 Now, when, if I should ask you what is greatness, a lot of you are going to give me different um, definitions, different definitions of greatness. Some will say to have money. <laughs> when, you, when you ask somebody what is greatness, a lot of people are going to say to have money. A lot of people are going to say to be prominent. Hello? A lot of people are going to say to, to have an eminence or to have an affluence, to, to be influential, to have what? Impact. What again? Greatness. Achievement. Any more? So we are looking at the glorious seed of greatness. The glorious seed of greatness. The prize for greatness, I'm starting the teaching with this statement. The prize, the prize for greatness is a personal responsibility. The prize for greatness is a personal responsibility of a man. Nobody is responsible for your greatness except you. So the prize for greatness is a man's personal responsibility. Greatness is a product of excellence. Now, I told you that excellence is a manifestation. I said it in January that excellence is a manifestation. So, if it's going to manifest, it must have a source. 
And that's why this evening I'm beginning the series on greatness with the glorious seed of greatness. So greatness is a product of excellence or excellence is a product of greatness. Follow the teaching. Mediocrity is the enemy of greatness. If you have to be great, if you want to manifest greatness, you must be an enemy to mediocrity. You must not have a mediocre mindset. You must not have a mindset that puts you as a second hand. A mindset that puts you as a deficient personality. Mediocrity is an enemy to greatness. We serve a great God and he will not produce people except great people. A great God will have great people. A great God will have a great church. A great God will have great sons and great daughters. A Chinese man will have Chinese children. Hello? A Ghanaian man will have Ghanaian children. A great God will have great children. So if you are a child of God, you are a great child. Just follow the teaching. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 26. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 26. The Bible said, I prayed therefore unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, destroy not the people and thy inheritance which thou hast redeemed through thy greatness, through thy greatness. So one of the possessions, one of the possessions that makes God God is his greatness. How great is our God. Sing with me how... So God is great. And I don't see God being great, making us lesser than his nature. So he said, which thou hast redeemed through thy greatness which thou hast brought forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand. So one aspect of God we need to know tonight is that he is a great God. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 6. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 6. He said, For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art great. Give me another version. Thou art great. Lord, there is no one like you. You are mighty and your name is great and powerful. That is the God we serve. That is the God we call our Father. For your name is great and powerful. I'm establishing tonight that if there is any description you want to give to God, he is a great God, he is a mighty God, and he is a powerful God. So such a God will produce powerful children. 
mighty. So he said, mighty man of valor. Because your God is mighty. Follow. I pray that something will change about your, your thinking. You know, there, there are some people who are in church, but they have different identity. The words of men have divided their personality into two. There are some people that they've told you, you will amount to nothing. You are a useless person. When we are talking about men, who are you? You see, those words can push you into a side of life that kicks you out of the peripheral of experiencing the greatness of God. But in you is the word greatness. I will show you. Children of a great God are great children. We all saw the big wedding. It was not the wedding of a poor man's child. <laughs> it was the wedding of a rich man's child. The son of a king is a prince, an apparent heir to the throne. Follow the teaching. Children, I told you, children of Chinese are Chinese children. So children born by a great God are great children. The greatness of God is a seed in his children. The greatness of God is a seed in his children. The greatness of God is a seed in his child. No matter where the child is coming from, no matter the nature of his upbringing, no matter the background the man or the woman is coming from, so far as the man becomes a child of God, greatness becomes a seed in him. Psalm 136 verse 4. Psalm 136 verse 4. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. So, he is a great God and he does great wonders. So, if God does great wonders and God created us, then we are great people. We were made for signs and wonders. So every child of God, his present state notwithstanding, carries the seed of greatness. As you step into the kingdom, you are impregnated with a seed called greatness. Oh, I began to feel the anointing. We're going to look through this, 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 this sermon looking at four people. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Mary. There could be more. Joseph. 
But in each of them, something triggered greatness. And I'm not going to go into what triggered greatness today. Today, my assignment is to let somebody know that there is a seed of greatness in him. Yeah, that is my assignment tonight. Because we have many services to come in the month. So I'm laying the foundation tonight and I want you to be convinced that no matter where you are today, no matter what you have today, no matter the opinion of men about you today, I want you to settle it in your heart that you carry a seed and that seed is called the seed of greatness. Greatness from the scriptures above. I don't want to because of time. Okay, let's look at Genesis 26, 13 to 14. Genesis 26, 13 to 14. Quickly. Genesis 26, 13 to 14. And the man was great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Verse 14. For he had possession of flocks and possession of hares and great store of servants and the Philistines envied him. Your greatness will provoke envy. When your greatness hits its glory, it will provoke the envy of men. Envy is a natural phenomenon in the life of great men. It's natural. When a man becomes great, envious people will manifest. And in every child of God, because, you know, Jesus one day looked at them and said, the kingdom of God is in you. How can you carry the kingdom of God and not carry the seed of greatness? That kingdom is not a kingdom of man. It's not a Roman empire with collapse. It's not the empire of Gaddafi. You see, I, 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 just imagine all the money you have ever given to church, you actually gave it to maybe men's gold. And men's gold is collapsed. How will you feel? There are some people whose monies are in men's gold and they, they, they lost everything. They don't have any investment in the kingdom of God. But this is the kingdom we follow. No money we give to this kingdom will ever get missing. And if this kingdom is in you, ha, you are worth heaven. Yeah. You are worth if the blood of Jesus purchased you. What are you talking about? What if I tell you, I give you this item? And I, maybe I didn't tell you where I bought it, how much I bought it. And then later, I come and tell you that, I, or you come and ask me about, Pastor, uh, I want to buy one of these for my um, brother. Then I tell you, this thing is $1 million. If you were holding it like this, 
immediately you do it like this. Because you, 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 you know it worth. If God shed the blood of his son to purchase you from the kingdom of darkness, you are great in his sight. You are precious in his sight. He places value on you. That is why he put the Holy Ghost in you. You are housing God. You don't put the president in a single room. Look at where the president stays. It tells you how great, how valuable God sees you in his sight. Greatness from these scriptures above speaks about increase. Four cardinal factors define greatness. Number one, increase. Number two, wealth. Number three, influence. And number four, affluence. Increase, wealth, influence. A great man is a man of influence. A great man is a man of affluence. A great man is a man that has increased. Follow the teaching. Greatness reflects the totality of prosperity. Hmm. Greatness reflects the totality of prosperity. A rich man is not necessarily a great man. Greatness is an embodiment of the totality of prosperity. So, where, by the time I end with you tonight, you will come to a point where you will begin to recalibrate your mindset. And I'm trusting God that something of the Spirit will quicken you up into the reality of the realms of prosperity and greatness your destiny has been set on. Many people have stopped moving on that path. It, it looks like instead of the church pushing people into destiny, the church places limitations on people. It is a religious spirit. But tonight, I'm praying that something will enter into you. And it will stir up that seed of greatness that is in you. Somebody shout, I receive the grace. Say, I receive the grace to manifest greatness in the name of Jesus. If Jesus was not great, when he died as a fugitive on the cross, they will not fight over his, his, his cloth. <laughs> no, you will not fight over the cloth of an insignificant man. He was a great man. So when he died with false accusations, even that they were fighting over the cloth. His body was so important that they put soldiers to guard. Look, Tonight, I prophesy into your life 
by the time you step into the next five years of your life, the greatness of the power of God will have an expression in your life. Somebody shout, I receive it. Abraham was described as greatly blessed. He was described as greatly blessed. Greatly blessed. He had more than enough. But that did not change the way he walked with God. I'll come to that in our series. I'm going to talk about enemies of greatness, catalysts of greatness, bridges of greatness, stop gaps in greatness, bus stops last. I'm going to talk about evil arrows against your greatness. And we are going to, by the time we exit March, you have been launched into greatness. You, you, your eyes will have the eyes of a great man and a great woman. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering in the house. Isaac was described as he became great and continued until he became more great. You see, we, we, the devil, today I saw somebody say, we should, we should look for money. And we are, money is not greatness. <laughs> I told you, greatness is increase. Greatness is wealth. Wealth is not money. <laughs> you can be wealthy and not have money. On you. Influence. Affluence. And I told you that excellence is a manifestation of greatness. When the queen of Sheba stepped into the palace of Solomon, she didn't only see excellence, she saw the manifestation of a great king. It takes greatness to manifest excellence. And I've told you, you carry the seed of greatness. I'm going to prove to you. Jacob was exceedingly great. Exceedingly, greatly great. And that word greatly, exceedingly great is relative. To someone in a village somewhere, you hunt thousand dollars to the person. The person said, what? There are people who are 80 years who have not seen thousand dollars before. Are you following me? There are people who are 90 years, they've not seen hundred dollars before. So such a man, you take five hundred dollars and give to the person. He sees this as a, 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 an exceedingly great. So when you are walking with God, you cannot, wherever you stop, it is defined as your destiny. Your destiny is not A, it's not B. Your destiny is from glory to glory. Wherever you stop, it is defined as your destiny. Until God takes your breath, your destiny is not defined. The only thing we know about your destiny is that it's glorious. And glory is in levels. 
And that's why sometimes young people, they buy car, house, marry, have children, they settle. That is their glory. No! Come up! And let's soar higher. God wants to raise great people. Great people in his house. People of influence. And yet servants. When Abraham met Melchizedek, he submitted. Are you following me? Jacob. I'm jumping the gun. Let me continue. Now, when you look at Abraham, he became great. Isaac became great and continued to increase. Jacob, the Bible said, he became exceedingly great. Now, I saw something there. Abraham was great. Isaac became great and continued to be great. Jacob became exceedingly great. True greatness increases in generations. Greatness does not end with the first recipient. True greatness, you see, you must become a better version of your father, else you are failed. Hmm. Sons must become better versions of their fathers. If true greatness has been transferred, If you get to where your father got to, you failed. Because where your father started, you didn't start from there. So true greatness through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you see the thing kept increasing. So the greatness I'm talking about, I'm not talking about you becoming like your father, but you becoming a better version, a refined version. So when Jesus was going, he said, greater works than these. All that I have done, you are not just going to do it, but you are going to do more. Greatness. Now listen, true greatness is exponential in generations. Great, greater, greatest. Great, greater, greatest. Abraham was great. Isaac was greater. Jacob was greatest. May we become better versions than our fathers. The seed of greatness in us must not die. It must not be wasted. It must not lie dormant. That, that, that seed must manifest within our days on earth. And I'm praying for you as we listen to Dr. Tabel on Sunday. I am praying for you that by the time you hit 40 years, 50 years, you will look back and you will see the handwriting of the mighty hand of the Lord. Somebody shout, oh Lord, help me. Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, they didn't manifest greatness in the day. That is why it amazes me 
When people want to make it in one day, they didn't just wake up and they were, at one time, Jacob was a fugitive. He was running away. He was a supplanter. Because the path of life, it can never be predicted by man. You see a man poor today. Three days, you will hear. He's a millionaire. I, I told you about a, 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 a lady whose husband used to work in a mining firm. And this man went underground working and the thing caved on him and he died. This was a, a lady from a very poor home, marrying an averagely normal graduate working in a mining firm. So it went to court, they took it to court. After six or seven years, the judgment came. Over five million dollars in compensation. Five million Ghana city in compensation to the lady. So within five years, she has switched from being a poor lady from a poor background to becoming a woman with wealth at her disposal. So Abraham at one time was serving idols with the father. Follow the teaching. Isaac at one time was fighting with Ishmael. And at one time it was going to be used as a sacrifice. You see, in your life, in certain stages of your life, you will look hopeless. You will look worthless. What, what will you do with the son of a fetish priest? In the kingdom. What glory is in, in, the, in the shrine? When you go to a shrine, what glory is there? Abraham's father was a fetish priest. Isaac, I'm sure when Isaac came back, I don't think Isaac was very nice to the father again after he came back from the mountain. When he realized that the father was going to sacrifice him, he will feel rejected. Hmm. But the father loved him, but he will feel rejected. So maybe one time, when, 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 when I start sending some of you, I tell you, go to Sugarcopper, you will feel rejected. <laughs> so, Pastor, you, Eddie, you are going to Sugarcopper, you're going to start ICGC. Go. go and start. Today I saw a new word, Kaina. I'm sure I'll, I'll mention Kaina, K A I N A. So, Kaina Temple, Sugarcopper. Kaina means fresh. So Isaac might have felt, oh, oh, so all this while my father wanted to use me as sacrifice to become a wealthy man. A rejected son. Jacob was clueless when he was running away from his brother Esau. If you met him, you will not respect him. But the seed of greatness was in them. And the same seed is in you. So though you are in a very miserable 
A state that does not call for clapping and applause and cheering and celebrating in you is a seed of greatness. You meet baby Jesus in the manger, don't write him off. He's not just a child born in Makola or born anywhere. The other women can come and give birth to their children in that inn, but that baby carries the seed of greatness. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I came to speak to somebody that in you is the seed, a glorious seed of greatness. And that seed will manifest in your days, in your generation. I thought you are saying a big amen. I speak these three words over your life. You shall not die a nobody. You shall not die a clueless man. You shall not die a hopeless man. I say you shall not die a nobody. You shall not die a clueless man. And you shall not die a hopeless man. I see greatness manifesting in your life. I see greatness manifesting in your life. In this year of excellence, you will manifest the greatness of your father. Somebody give the Lord a good clap offering in the house. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 2. We are just laying foundation for the month. You know, I have one of the messages. As I was studying, I, was, I zeroed on David. I'm not preaching that one today. And I realized that, do you know that David ran away when he saw Goliath? The first time he saw Goliath, he ran away together with the army of Israel. <laughs> he ran away. When we read the Bible, eh, we don't take our time to study. So sometimes when you finish reading the Bible, you close it and say, oh, this one is Bible days. Let me face the reality. David ran away. Because everybody was running away. And sometimes you can be in, and in that message, I talked about stepping into greatness. One of the ways to step out of greatness is to step out of your atmosphere and enter into their atmosphere. From the atmosphere of safe to the atmosphere of faith. You may be geographically be located at the same place. But at the same place, you can shift atmospheres. So David, when the army of Israel was, the, 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 the army of Israel were run away, he ran away. Sometimes, we, we, you can easily forget about yourself. But the Bible says, when men say that there is, you, you, are, you are shifting atmosphere, you you are 1,999 said there's a casting down. You will say you are shifted atmosphere. That is the realm of greatness. I'm getting there. Genesis 12, 1 to 2. Now, now the Lord has said to Abraham, get thee out of thy country 
and from thy kingdom, or thy country, and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Verse 2. And I will make of thee, not those words, I will make of thee a great nation. One of the first things God is interested in when he meets you is to make you like him. Great. God, Jesus is the anointed and he anointed us also. Hello? Yeah. He gave us the anointing because he is anointed. So if God is great and you encounter God, he wants to make you great. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. It means that if you are not great, you cannot be a blessing. Period. Your name must be great. You must be great. And then you become a blessing. So pastor, what is that greatness? coming there. There is a seed down there in your spirit called the seed of greatness. And you must pull it out into manifestation. God gave a promise of greatness to Abraham. So to Abraham, there was what? A promise. I will make you. Is it a promise or not? It's a promise. I will make you a great nation. So when Abraham encountered God, God encountered him by giving him a promise. God was literally saying, if you can come out of your father's house, I will make you a great nation. I put the condition down you fulfill it. I am tied to make you great. When Abraham obeyed the promise, the promise was converted by faith into a seed. That is how come it transcended from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob. If you're a good Bible student, you will realize that the same blessing God declared on Abraham, he declared on his sons. His son and his grandson. So Abraham, in his obedience, converted the promise of God by faith into a seed in a generation. Follow the teaching. Sometimes it is good for you to pay attention because there are some punchlines that people will ask you and you need to be a good Bible student. You must know what you are talking about. Not just you had some review somewhere. No. It was a promise to Abraham, but it's not a promise to us. 
Because Abraham, by obedience, in faith, converted the promise into a seed. And that seed is in you. You don't need to go and encounter God like Abraham encountered God. It has been converted. Whether you believe it, you don't believe it, there is a seed of greatness down there in your destiny. Yeah. You don't need to go and, oh, I want to have that same encounter. Where did Abraham meet God? God, I'm standing in front of my house. Come, come and give me instructions. Come and give me instructions. You see, Abraham's father's house was not at Akwamil. Abraham's father had money. Some of you, you are willingly standing at the entrance and waiting. God, do, God, God, God will not come. Because you are serving the single room with 12 people. So when you are crank away, feared that God won't come. Abraham's father was not a poor man. So, out of obedience, in faith, he converts that promise into a seed. I will show you. The promise became a seed when Abraham, the recipient of the promise, obeyed by faith. The seed of greatness was then introduced into a generation. Now, that is when you call it a generational blessing or a generational curse. The first man who received the curse in your family introduced it as a seed in the generation. Somebody received the curse and it began to move. The same way when Abraham obeyed God by faith, he introduced a generational blessing we call the glorious seed of greatness. This seed of greatness is transferable by obedience. By obedience. So it moves by obedience. Now, so what if, pastor, what if Isaac did not obey? It will not move. What if Jacob did not obey? It did not move. But when it gets to our time, the formula is not like that. Your father doesn't need to obey for you to carry the seed. You already carry the seed by faith. Get it? As for the seed, you have it. As to whether it will manifest, it's a man's personal responsibility. So if Isaac did not follow God the way Abraham followed God, there must be a revisitation. But you see, Isaac also followed God the way Abraham followed God. He obeyed God when he had the chance to move to Egypt. He stayed in Gerah. In farming, because the instruction was for him to stay, he planted in farming. When no farmer was going to farm, you see, he was also following the faith line. So the seed of greatness was transferred. And he became great for the people to become envious of him. Talk about Jacob. 
Jacob stayed with his uncle, served him, and out of service, wisdom hit him. He entered into wealth transfer. He became great. The tithe that Jacob gave to Esau, that thing he called a gift, a birthday gift. Many churches have not seen that money for them in, in 20 years in their existence. A gift. A gift. Not a sacrifice. A gift. I see greatness coming out of you. I see mighty men rising out of you. I see the light. I, I, in fact, I command the giant in your destiny to rise up in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap offering in the house. Now, when it came to Adam and it came to Christ, greatness was not a promise. It was a seed. Some have to be working for a while to buy a house. Some people have a house with appointment letter. Am I, am I pushing you somewhere? For Abraham, it was a promise. But for Adam and Christ, it was a seed. So you see, Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. We are looking at Adam. The Bible said, and God blessed Adam. And God said unto them, be fruitful. It's not, I will make you fruitful. Please, are you here? It's teaching service. You grab things in, in, in teaching service, that becomes part of your Christian living. The Bible says, and God blessed them. And God commanded them. Because if God didn't, if God knew that they didn't carry what it took to multiply, he won't command them. There was something God had deposited in Adam at the point of creation that gave God the confidence to command them to be fruitful and multiply. That is greatness. So in Adam, the greatness was a glorious seed in him. God didn't promise Adam greatness. The thing was already in Adam. In the originality of the state of a man, as in Adam, greatness was a glorious seed. And that seed is in you. That seed it will neutralize every word a man has said about you to push you in the corner. You have to know it and know it and know it and know it and know it. Live it, drink it, believe it. That you carry the seed of greatness. 
He said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the earth and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Talking about greatness. God was actually calling Adam to manifest the greatness that is as a seed in him. Haven't you read that the whole creation waited for the manifestation of the sons of God? The expression, manifestation means the unveiling, the expression. If you don't have something, you cannot express it. When we say a breastfeeding mother should express mock, it means that there is mock in the breast. So express means release the mock. So if you don't carry the seed of greatness, if, if we don't carry, we cannot manifest. So for God to look at Adam and say, be fruitful and multiply. Such as I have, I give unto you. If a man does not have money, he can't give you money. Are you getting me? So as you are sitting there, I don't know the confusion in your pocket, in your bank account, on your academic certificate levels, and with your job set and whatever. Any story you are going through in your life, no matter what is happening in your life, you need to have that consciousness. That is your stronghold. That is your life wire. That though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you see of greatness in you cannot be contradicted. No. Five, fifty Ghana city falling in Zomi. It's two fifty Ghana city. Fifty Ghana city falling in mud. It's still 50. the value is the same. A new note from Bank of Ghana. And a dirty note from a Macola woman. The value is the same. There is a seed of greatness in you that should provoke you into multiplication, fruitfulness, and dominion. And I command, I pray for this church that in the next five years, the color of the church will only speak of greatness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command your very spirit to come alive to the living of a great power of destiny. May that seed of greatness in you not die. May it not be dormant for the rest of your life. In the next five years, the signature of this seed of greatness will be witnessed by your family and your generation. Somebody give the Lord a good clap offering. Adam, unfortunately, lost the seed when he sinned. 
and was kicked out of the Garden of Eden. He lost everything. His state was reduced and that affected man. But thank God that the second and the last Adam came and restored our position in the sight of God. Luke chapter 1 verse 31 to 32. Luke chapter 1 verse 31 to 32. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, follow the reading, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Verse 32. He shall be great. <laughs> he shall be great is different from I will make him great. Brofo. Hello? He shall be great is different from I will make him great. <laughs> I don't know whether you understand that. <laughs> he shall be great is a state of fact and truth. I will is a promise. And every promise is tied to a condition. But thank God, you see, when Abraham, the father of faith, when he had that promise, he did not jeopardize that promise. He obeyed by faith. And that is why prophetically, it passed through Isaac, passed through David, came, 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 and landed on the custodian of the seed of greatness. Jesus said, he shall be great. Definite statement. Nothing can change it. He shall be great. And shall be called. If indeed Jesus is called the son of the highest. It means nothing could change this statement. So in Jesus, greatness was not a promise. It was a nature. As you are seated here as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, your nature is naturally greatness. Yeah. Unfortunately, many of you will not believe it. And that is where the devil is happy. That is his he is a deceiver and a trister. That is his, his ministry. He comes to turn the word against you and makes you not to believe what... You see, some of you, what I'm saying here, you still don't be... You are still, maybe when you came, you are 2%. I feel, well, what do you do 23%? <laughs> you must easily believe the word then you can easily manifest the word. You have the nature of greatness, your background irrespective. Let me wrap up. In Adam and Christ, greatness, I told you, was not a promise. He shall be great. The day you became born again and the kingdom of God residence in you, the Holy Ghost residence in you, the anointing came upon you, uh, you began to enjoy. Who told you you are not great? You know your protocol, they are angels who. 
angelic protocol. Nobody stops them. You never pay them. The sign of greatness on earth is the, the, the president doesn't pay his security. The state pays his security. When you pay your own security, you are not great. Ayala basatakaya. Adoloko basatakaya. I don't pay angels to protect me. It means I'm great. I don't know whether you get it. If you pay your chefs, you are not great. The state pays the chefs of the president. You are not great. CEOs of companies don't buy their cars. They change it for them every four years. You are such a great vessel seated here. Your family is favored to have you. And that is why you must not disappoint your family. Esau disappointed the father. How could you sell your birthright for a pottage? Cocoa and kose. Beans, yokegali. Take, take, take the position of the firstborn. Take the right to carry the blessing that was on Abraham. Take it. And I'm hungry. I'm hung- Most of you are eating your tomorrow's glory today. Like Esau. He disappointed. I'm sure Abraham was in heaven and was disappointed. But he did. Esau did not value the birthright. That seed of greatness. He literally transferred it to Jacob. Adam and Christ, they only had to manifest greatness. Though Adam disobeyed God and lost it, Jesus obeyed. We can see it in Romans chapter 5, verse 19. He said, through one, one man, through the disobedience of one man, um, Romans chapter, I say Romans, oh, forgive me. R- Romans chapter 5, verse 19. Romans chapter 5, verse 19. You fast for me. For as by one man's disobedience, Adam, many were made sinners, so by the obedience. So remember, I told you that it took obedience to convert the promise into what? A seed. So, as Jesus obeyed God on our behalf, the seed after him carried the seed of greatness. I'm just laying the foundation for this man's teaching so that you understand. I wish everybody in this church was here today. If we are in Christ and Christ is in us, Greatness is no longer a promise, but a seed that we carry. If a promise could make Abraham that great, then the seed in us should also give us a great harvest. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. No, it is much easier for us to be great than for Abraham to become great. Because his was a promise. I can give you a promise and I will not do it. Because you didn't fulfill the condition. But our own, 
as you gave your life to Christ, in the spirit, the seed was deposited. You don't need that kind of encounter Abraham had. You, you have the greatness seed. Your duty, I told you, is your personal responsibility to activate that seed of greatness. Greatness is a seed that comes with new birth. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. I'm getting to the end of the teaching. For today, I'm just laying emphasis. I want you to live here provoked, knowing something from today. This is one of the favorite or most consistent verse that has been read. But I wish you have God's word translation. God's word translation. Do you have it? Okay, so I read it from my iPad. He said, whoever is a believer in Christ is a new creation. The old way of living has disappeared. A new way of living has come into existence. So when you become born again, there is a swap. That word new here is kinder. K-A-I-N-A. It talks about fresh. It talks about fresh. So that life you lost, God gives you a fresh and a better one. And though it is fresh, it's better because it comes with, it's like buying a computer now. There are some softwares you don't need. If you buy a correct computer, there are some softwares that has already been downloaded on the computer. If you bought a computer and there was nothing on it, child, it's a coronavirus computer. Coronavirus chop all devalued. If you bought a phone, there will be something. If you bought a phone, a phone, There will be something on it. Many of the things the fathers fought for in the Old Testament, it came in Christ because he came to fulfill the law. Hallelujah. Your whole makeup has been wired into greatness. Believe it. Believe it. Work at it. Walk towards it. For in him we live, we move, and we have our being. And if Jesus, the Bible said, he shall be great. And we live in him, we shall be great. And we move in him, we shall be great. And we do a, in him we live, we move, and we, and we have our being, our existence in him. We shall be great. It's not a promise. It's a sure word. Never give up in life until you see the manifestation of the greatness of God in your life. Look into somebody's face and tell the person you carry the glorious seed of greatness. Whatever blessing Abraham enjoyed, you and I have access to them you will be great. Your children will be great. Your grandchildren will be great. In the name of Jesus. You are a great man. 
created for greatness. You will not become little. I thought you would say amen. amen. You will not be ashamed. Amen. You will not be insignificant. Amen. In this world and in the kingdom of God, you will be great. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a good clap offering. The prize for greatness is a man's personal responsibility. I want you to get it. I cannot make you great. I cannot make you. It's your personal responsibility. Because you carry that seed. Abraham had to leave his father's house to be great. Isaac had to stay in Gerah when there was famine. He had the option to go to Egypt, but he stayed in Gerah and planted and became great. Jacob had to go and serve Laban. Served him. They were che- the man cheated him. He didn't get angry to leave. Sometimes your problem is your anger. Sometimes you need to be cheated in order to become great. Me, nobody can cheat me. I'm a gunman. You cannot cheat me. Jacob had to be cheated. He was, yes, he carried the seed. Yes, he had an encounter with God. He slept on the stone. Angels came. No, the fact that you are anointed doesn't mean that certain things cannot happen to you. Jacob was cheated. They wagadred him. He paid the bride price for A. They brought him B. He had to pay again. The anchor was not paying him well, but he was serving because for Jacob, it was service to take him to the top. He had to endure. For Mary, it was shame. You can't stand shame. As for me, me, I can't stand shame. If you go in disgrace, you stand alone. Shame? Mm. I respect myself. Mary, innocent virgin, dating a very pious man. All of a sudden, you miss your period. Hey, are you okay? Mary, everybody's going to hear because human beings are the same anyway. The way you behave with your concern, that's the same way they'll do it in Nazareth and Bethlehem. So a shame was coming. She had the choice to abort the child But she had to endure because the seed she was carrying was greatness. Sometimes the way I will become great will be different from the way you need to be great. I may have to sacrifice. You may have to pray. Somebody may have to serve. Somebody may have to travel out of the country. So if you see somebody traveling, you go and travel. You can go there and commit suicide. You must know what you must do. Oh yes, I mean, when we're coming up, a lot of my friends were starting their own churches. I asked God, God said, you, you can't start church. I didn't call you to start a church. You can do something you think that 
God has called you to do, but God is not inside. And you will never be great. The fact that Abraham left doesn't mean Isaac should leave. The fact that Isaac remained in famine doesn't mean that when, when Jacob took the blessing, he should remain. He would have been killed. He had to run away. Sometimes, and you meet Jacob running, you see him as a useless, a clueless man. But he was carrying the seed of greatness. Pastor, what did they do? We have one month. We are going to look at the ingredients on the pathway of greatness. The seed is in you. And I'm believing God for days where there will be lifters of burdens in ministry. You, 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 you'll be a son and a daughter of consolation. The offering will just be sweet. Blessings will just be sweet. Pastor, I've ordered 10 cars. I want you to give it to faithful workers in the church you know. If you want to honor them, I have five cars coming, 20 cars coming. I've built 10 houses on the stretch. Which of your church workers do you think are faithful? Put them inside. Great men in, in media, in the judiciary, in the health, in technology. Great men. Godly men. MPs, presidents, commanding thousands in church, and yet they are parking cars in church, sweeping church, serving, photographer, prayer warrior, playing organ, playing drum, singing. I'll show you the ingredient to greatness. The seed is here. We must, you see, let me end with this scripture. Sorry. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. I'm ending. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Greatness. I was talking to a pastor this week. We were chatting and he felt like he had to very discouraged and all that. And I told him that I've also been there before. I was once there. And so I wanted to run away and go and stay the outside. And I may not have come back again. I would have gone to study cardio, cardio surgery in Germany and I'll be there because I felt like I wasn't anointed to pastor. And the church was not responding like I felt some air as if I was air. <laughs> but you see, when I went into waiting, then the Lord told me there is a seed of greatness in you you wait to see or you quit to diminish. The father, the seed of greatness in you doesn't mean that you will not suffer. You will suffer. You will be confused. You will be tattered. You will make mistakes. But look, your mistake cannot neutralize the seed of greatness. No. Mistake is human error. The seed of greatness is a divine act. You, you, are, you are more than you think. The day you became born again, something changed about you. Something changed about you. 
if you are still born again and you are scared of, of dreams, you are not born again. You are scared of horror movies. Ah, yeah. When you enter your room, you are seeing the person in the corner. You see, the Bible said that <laughs> you have become a fresh. Adilakatabahaya. You are scared. Even when you, you watch Head of Medusa, up till now, when you close your eyes, you see Head of Medusa. You are not born again. There must be divine editing. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. <laughs> you give me five minutes, I'll, I'll just end it. I just feel this man to be something for you. Yeah, some of you have, have, have made the devil rejoice too much. This, this, after this month, you will, you will humiliate the enemy in your life. The Lord will blow your trumpet in the camp of your enemy. The Lord, the Lord will announce you. He's a great God. You will be great. Your destiny will be great. Your testimonies will be great. Your life stories will be great. Everything about you will be great. And how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. After the anointing, flaming altars. It doesn't end there. Who went about doing so the seed of greatness can only manifest when we do certain things doing. You have to do something to be great. You, now, we looked at some, some 136 verse, verse, I want to get it, some 136, we just didn't think by now you should have it. Some 136 verse 4. If you are great, you do. He said, to him who alone doeth great wonders, Greatness is only manifested when we do things. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about? Charismatic churches have abused the anointing oil. Yanum, yediasa, yediyari, yediyayeyehu. Oil have suffered in our hands. Some of you, even if they are ironing your dress, we don't smell perfume. We smell anointing oil. A quantity drew. I get pilletic. Some people can pour oil in their stew. Their maggie will be subdued. We have abused the oil. David was anointed three times. That's all. That is all when that was the only moment we see when oil, what we call oil, was put on his head. The seed of greatness can only manifest when we do. And those things we, have, we must do is what we're going to walk through the month. 
we are going to look at humility. We are going to look at service. We are going to look at consistency. We are going to look at purity, holiness. We are going to look at giving. We are going to look at sacrifice. There is something that triggers the grace seed in us. Rise up on your feet. I want you to going to be the same tomorrow. Tomorrow he will be Jesus, the miracle worker. The next moment he will be hung on the cross. The next moment he will be the glorified Christ. Your today will never neutralize the seed of greatness in you. Pray, pray the language of the Holy Ghost in the next five minutes. Pray. In when they said, Is that not the son of the carpenter? Those words could not neutralize the seed of greatness in Jesus. Mandala babala bala bala baba sandele bondele ketele mekalidos no human limitation will neutralize the seed of greatness in you your destiny will fly malaga da bazagata mokotolo mokapala babaya you will climb the ladders of greatness you will ascend the thrones of greatness you will put on the garments of greatness. You will wear the crowns of greatness. The scepters of greatness shall be put in your hands. Arabana Mahatala Kataya. Emalakola Masata Mahaya. Apelekeleno Hosadaba. Empalagadaya Malakola Bata. Alebrekatele Makataya. When they said you will amount to nothing, you will amount to something in the name of Jesus. I call forth your greatness. I call you into greatness. I call for the seed of greatness in you to manifest in the name of Jesus. A city that is set on the hill, it cannot be hidden. Any attempt of the enemy to hide your greatness, to hide our greatness, to hide your greatness. Any attempt of the enemy, the enemy tries to contradict scripture. But the Bible said a city set on the hill, it cannot be hidden. We declare in the name of Jesus, by the greatness of his power, you will manifest greatness. You will manifest greatness. Your destiny will manifest greatness. Your business will manifest greatness. Your business will manifest greatness. Your marriage will manifest greatness. This church will manifest greatness. It's our inheritance. It's our inheritance. Arrows of mediocrity. Arrows of wickedness. Garments of mediocrity. Garments of insignificance. We declare in the name of Jesus. You will have no place over our destinies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Family limitations, academic limitations, 
environmental limitations, national limitations cannot stop the manifestation of greatness that is in us. For there are treasures that God has put into earthen vessels. That the excellency of its power may be of God and not of us. We resist every attempt of the enemy to push us into the wilderness, to push us into the dark ages. We declare we are rising. Our homes of greatness. And Rebo Simakata. In the name of Jesus.